Hello everyone, we are back. This is It's Technically Romance with Hamilton. And Stephanie. Where we take a look at Hallmark films from the cynical, cinephile point of view. And the hopeless romantic. That's right. We are very excited for this one. We've been looking forward to it really the entire month of February. Yeah. Even before like for some previews, you know. We've probably been talking about it on every podcast, mm-hmm. like every episode this month. Yeah, this has been at the number one for Leading you. Leading up to yeah. the to the finale of Love Ever After. Well, Love Ever After, it's been kind of hit or miss. There's been some really good ones and some, some not great ones. So I think we were going to this with high hopes because, I mean, Tyler Hines. Well, I think it progressively got better. So it was like, not good, pretty good, really good, fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. So, I mean, Tyler Hines and Aaron Krakow, uh, obviously huge Hallmark veterans. Uh, We we knew they were going to bring, you know, the fire, as it were. The fire. Yeah, the Hallmark fire. Is that what we're calling? The Hallmark fire. Um, Oh, they brought it. They definitely did bring it. They definitely did bring it. So... So yeah, this is so. This was one we were looking forward to, and for I think for us, for both of us, it hit the mark. Yes, absolutely. I'm very excited to talk about it. Um, Where do you want to start? Do you, right, do you, do you, let's, let's just get into it. I'll give a quick plot summary, okay. and we'll just jump right in. All right, sure. Well, I guess we should probably say what movie we're going to talk about before we actually get into the plot. Oh yeah, summary I just assume movie. everyone knows what we're talking about because <laughs> we've said it on everyone. We're talking about it was always you. Mm-hmm. Which is such a good title. It is pretty good. Some of the titles, you know, we talk about, they don't really make sense for the movie, or we think maybe they should have been called something else, mm-hmm. but this one... This one fit. It was well, it's almost like old film noir movie names, right? Where you just, you don't really know the name. The name doesn't really matter. The title doesn't really matter. You know, like, man with a gun. Man with a gun and another gun. You know, they don't really matter so are much. Are those actual titles? Yeah, those are actual titles. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, th- those are definitely real film man noir titles. Man with a gun... And a gun? Yep. Yep, that's definitely a real title from the 1940s. Great so classic film noir. if I Google that real quick. We have to get going. We, we have a lot <laughs> to talk about. Um, but no, this title actually fit in really well. So already, props to the title. But go ahead and give us the plot rundown summary. Okay. Elizabeth plays it safe in all aspects of her life. So it's no different when she is planning her wedding to George, her childhood friend turned fiancé, and dental practice partner. (laughs) When George gets called away for work and gets stuck there, his brother David takes over with helping Elizabeth with the wedding planning. David opens Elizabeth's world up to adventure and helps her remember the girl she once was, the girl he's always been in love with. Ooh, it's good. You know how I know when you really like a movie? (laughs) My plot summary is, like, really good. Yeah, Yeah, it's really good. I can tell you put a lot of time and thought into this. It actually came pretty easily to me. Um, but I think, yes, I did love this movie. I think it's a great plot summary. I think you, you hit all the points. But let's 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 kind of take you down, all right? Let's kind of take a rundown through the movie a little bit. Because i, I got to be honest with you. I was not feeling this movie in the beginning. The movie... So the movie for me also was... It didn't really like start going for me until... I know this is cliche or, Mm. you know, to say, but until Tyler Hines showed up. But I think I was just kind of confused that he he wasn't there so soon. They were sort of building up, Mm. you know, they were talking about David, but we still didn't see him. I think I was just really eager to see his face on the screen. So I was just kind of like, hurry up. Well, I I mean, yes, yes to that. But I think it was more than that because... I mean, we watched it a second time, and, and I felt like the movie started off kind of a little typical, you know, we say this a lot, classic Hallmark. We have, you know, a fiancé situation. We know she's not going to stay with him, obviously. Um, and we just like, oh, let's, let's get to the action. Let's, let's get to some stuff happening. Um, I was not, I was not really excited for the... Never know. She could have picked George. Uh, George. First of all, first of all... Huge, huge shout out to George, who was played by Giles Panton. It's not easy playing the, I don't even want to call him the villain, because really he wasn't the villain in this no, film. No, he was He was just the sweet. other man. Yeah. He was the other man. We were live tweeting last night for the premiere, and Giles was live tweeting right back at us. We were having a blast. All comments for George, because George's character, I have to say, is great. Like He, he played him so well. He made you connect with him, even though he was kind of this... 
this sort of guy who was very stuck in his ways, but that was his way. It wasn't the wrong way. That was just George. Yeah, and I love that he was a likable character. Yeah. A lot of times the the ex or the fiance that they're going to, you know, end up leaving isn't the greatest. Yeah. And even though George was wrapped up in his work, it was just what he was passionate about. He wasn't a jerk about it. Yeah. Um, it was his he was it was really instead of him doing it for money or financial reasons, it was because of the patience. He wanted to take care of his patients. And I think that's the difference. Usually we get these Wall Street tycoons. With George, he's just a good guy. He just really loved teeth. <laughs> he did. <laughs> and he did he did really love he teeth. He was very wholesome and yeah. sweet and nice. Not someone I would want to be with, but you know, there's there's a someone for That's true. a George. And and props to George for calling out that zip line. Zip lining's extremely dangerous, George. You, oh, I did agree with him in that instance. Hundred percent right. You were right in not wanting to zip line over a volcano. I mean, come on. He was not wrong. I would not personally go zip lining no. because that does frighten me. Maybe you are the right woman for George then. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, no. But I did think he made some pretty good points, yeah. you know, throughout the movie. He actually reminded me, there were a few sort of, I don't know if I call it a trope or not, but some sort of nods to uh, some rom-coms that mm -hmm. I've loved in the past. It's, his character reminded me a lot of Bill Pullman's character in Sleepless in Seattle. Um, that character's name was Walter. Okay. Um, kind of like a George. Yeah, yeah. He was very, you know, George -like. not spontaneous. He had a lot of like sinus issues and like oh, really? a lot of medication he took. And ah, I gotcha. Um, not a fly by the seat of his pants <laughs> kind of guy. Not a David. Not a David. So that's what he kind of reminded me of, of him, which is funny because uh, Aaron Krakow's character, Elizabeth, reminded me more so of in the beginning of Meg Ryan's character, not in Sleeps in Seattle, but in When Harry Met Sally. Yeah. Just when she's ordering the ice cream and very precise. Oh, yeah, that when the, the meat cute. Let's just yeah. go right to the meat cute real quick. Um, when she does order the ice cream, I, I was definitely getting those those vibes. You know? Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, that's Meg Ryan and when Harry met Sally. I feel like that's the only time they really do that with her. Like, she, she does the list, but I think that was a definite, a definite shout out to that movie. Yeah, I think so. I was a little confused, though, because I'm not quite sure why she was ordering ice cream that way. It was like, I want... One fourth pint of this because and they got to they got to give the pint. shout out. They got to give the shout out. <laughs> I was like, you only want a quarter of a pint or like three quarters. We should of go back and pint. watch it and write down exactly what she ordered, so we can be like, what's going what? on? One was like a quarter of a pint, and then the other was like three quarters of a pint. Very specific for the engagement party slash surprise party for uh, his fiance or for George's mom. Yeah, she had it down to yeah. the the quarters, but it was. It was interesting, mm -hmm. but I did like that that little nod. Oh yeah, and then as she's ordering, obviously David's there looking at the ice cream. He comes over. We have the awkward hug, which was which was great. Uh, she was not happy to see him at all. Well, what I find interesting is that she hasn't seen him in a really long time. I'm assuming since they were children. Yet high school. She, high school. Oh, yet she recognized his voice. Right away, she didn't actually see him. She just heard his voice and knew it was him. Yeah, the heart, the heart knows what the heart <laughs> knows for voices. I don't know. I don't know. I've, my voice has changed since I was in high school, but I don't I think mine like, has. I, this I would is how hope, I sound in high school. I would think like a, no. It is. I think for a, a male, mm -hmm. your voice would, um, you know, after you hit puberty. Well, I think. Well, change. what about the voice and his look? You know, you don't change that much since high school. Well, she didn't see him. She just heard him. Oh. Oh, maybe. Yeah. She just, the timbre, the timbre of his voice. She just, she just knew. But it was a very cute meet cute. Yeah, we could see right away there's going to be some tension between them. Uh, I will say the rabbit's foot, a little creepy, a little creepy. Um, he just carries it in his pocket. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's a little weird. It's like, oh, by the way, when we were 13, you had this on your back, and I've kept it forever. It's a little, it's a little strange. Well, it's not creepy when you love someone. That, that's the that's the barometer for what we, we're saying. Yeah, it would be creepy if he was like trying to kidnap her or you know, okay, get her in a van. But but when you love someone, yeah, okay, it was true love. <laughs> he hasn't seen her. It must make him you know think about her. He just keeps it in his pocket. Yeah. Okay. 
But no, I think the actual Mew Cute, I mean, we can see right away that we're going to have trouble in paradise. These two are not going to get along. It's going to be funny. So, but they meet, they talk about all the things that they've done wrong to each other over the years. Apparently, uh, David likes to steal fries, and she remembers exactly the date that he stole the fries and her drink from her. Like, there's some deep-seated, like, resentment. We, she, I feel like there's some therapy happening. Here. Yeah, well, he even mentions, like, you know, this happened in 97. Yeah. You might want to let that go. <laughs> um, obviously, they were kids. They were, you know, they had a lot of feelings towards each other. Yeah. Um, they didn't realize that it was love. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, so when they go back, you know, we have George having to run off back to the practice. Uh, Which, yes, I'm all for George, but I will say, George. Come on, engagement time. This woman had a, I think it was a bad toothache. A very painful toothache. A very painful toothache. Mm -hmm. You're going to leave your fiancé. She has dentist fear. He's the only one that she trusts. George is taking care of business. And he trusted his only (laughs) brother to watch after his fiancé, make sure she was safe. What did he say? He said some line. It was like, hold down the fort. David oh, held down oh, the he fort. Held he held down the fort. He held down the fort, George. But honestly, that scene when he leaves and the two brothers connect, I thought was really nice. It was so nice. Yeah. And I really wish there were maybe a few more moments with Between the, the two brothers. brothers yeah. yeah, because we don't get that again. Well, because George isn't there. No, he's not there. <laughs> but I mean, I think just from that scene, you can tell they're not very close. But so, they try. That's, that's the thing. David was trying, you know, and like it was just a really nice connection. Uh, both actors just played it extremely well. I, I felt what they were feeling uh, because at times, you know, I feel like I drift away from my brother some. So that connection just really meant a lot. And it, it makes you, again, you're not supposed to hate George. Mm-mm. You know, you're almost supposed to feel sorry for him in a way. And so that just kind of cemented that. They have this beautiful shot as he leaves where they, uh, they tilt up to the sky with lightning in the sky, just a go- lightning over the water, just a gorgeous scene as he drives away. And just real quick, I have to say, wherever they filmed this, oh my goodness, we're talking rainy, misty, kind of fishing village. I was getting Maine vibes. I did a lot of traveling as a kid up in Maine. I wanted to live there right away. Like just absolutely gorgeous shots. Well, they film in Canada. Oh, of course. As most Canada? of the time that they do. We just, we're going to move to Canada. Again, yeah. I just, it's just sort of setting that in stone. Canada's that calling us. Canada is where we should be. Yeah. So just really, really well done. And yeah, every every shot I felt like of the town, of the surrounding, any like, you know, open water scene, just gorgeous. Yeah. And just real quick again about that scene, George, um, this whole podcast is going to be about George. So we... Well, I mean... <laughs> He says this line, and like you said, you do feel sorry for him um, in the way that he even says, like, he wishes he could be more like David. He wishes he could be that, like, it's something about the uh, why not kind of guy, but he says he's more of the he asks why kind of guy. And I thought that was, like, a great way to show how different they are. Yeah, the duality of it, yeah. But, yeah, great scene. Mm -hmm. Great performance for both of them. Yeah. So, romance. That's why we're watching this movie. Well, that's why I'm watching this movie. And... I'm watching it for the laughs. Well, there were some laughs. <laughs> it was no mix-up in the Mediterranean laughs, but... There was a few good there ones. There were quite a few yeah. good ones. The one thing that mix-up in the Med was missing mm. was, like, the full-on romance <laughs> for me. And if you could see this woman right now, she has her hand in the air, in fist... fist. Uh, Guys, the romance in this movie yeah. is so good. Yeah. So good. Between Eugene and, <laughs> and Louise. Louise. Yeah. No, that is very sweet, mm-hmm. and we'll get to that. But, I mean, David and Elizabeth, I just, I don't even know if I could describe it. Like, it was just uh, palpable. <laughs> the, the chemistry... You know, and she's not, she's with, um, you know, she's with This George. is her engagement yeah. weekend. She's with George. I, obviously, David's been in love with her since he was 12. Right. 
So, wow, that's a long time to carry a torch for someone. I feel kind of bad for him. But when it really starts, you know, you feel that specific spark. This one particular scene where they're eating the oysters. And, you know, she gets her pie. They ring the bell. She takes a bite. Of course, she's got whipped cream on her Mm. mouth. And David reaches over. And he... He gets that whipped cream off of her yeah. upper lip. With his finger. With, with his finger. Yeah. That scene, oh my God. Yeah. I felt it. We didn't know about the zing yet, but I knew that was a zing. That was a zing. That was a zing. I mean, it was, it was a great scene. I always I always hate those scenes, the the whipped cream thing. So do I. They're so cliche. Well, it's but... not just a cliche. It's like, I don't think I would want anyone ever to reach across and get any food off my face. Like, if I did that to you, would that be romantic? I don't know if it would be romantic. I mean, if you did it like that, it would be romantic. <laughs> but I would watch, you know, if I couldn't get it, sure. Okay. No, I'm, I'm not a big fan of those scenes. But, yes, I will say this particular scene was done extremely well. And then he leans back, and he's like, he almost remembers. He's like, oh, what about the wedding? He, like, brings up the wedding right away. Well, it's not even that. It's her reaction. Her mouth just stays open. It's like she's in shock. That's what uh, I see what you're saying. Okay. So he looks at her, and I th- he knows. He knows what he did. <laughs> that's he, why. That's why he brings up the wedding because he feels guilty. Yeah, he yeah. sees you know how she's feeling about it, and yeah, her mouth stays open for for a good little bit. Yeah. And she's like, well, what? You know, she's just dumbfounded. And then we have the famous dance scene. We've all seen it on the previews. We all want it. Uh, dancing plays a huge part in this film. A lot of dancing. And boy, does she dance. And I think you said it best last night when we were doing our live tweet. She dances like a land from Seinfeld. If you don't know what we're talking about, go right now, look at Elaine dancing Seinfeld on the YouTubes and just compare and contrast because it is remarkable. I wish it would have stayed for a little bit longer. Yeah, I wish we had more of that she dance. She only does it for a few seconds, but it was I thought they were going to come back around to it, you know? I wish. It was a lot of slow dancing when we say there was a lot mm. of dancing in here. But I feel like if we do get a sequel, they should definitely incorporate... You know, everyone real quick, everyone was calling for a sequel. And obviously we'll talk about that at the end, what that could entail. Everyone was calling for a sequel. I don't know I would want a sequel. I, I think we have this story kind of wrapped. I, I think I would rather have these two characters, different movie. You know, Tyler and Aaron, entirely different movie. You know, I think their story has been told. I'm happy with it. But they just got together. I think that's what everyone wants. We saw the chemistry. We saw the build up. Then we get just a taste (laughs) and then it's done. So I think everyone would love to see the the romance flourish, Mm -hmm. you know. But a sequel is a hard thing to ask. But people were were screaming for it uh, last night on Twitter. They want one. They just want more of... David and Elizabeth, and yeah. I don't think they're wrong for that. Yeah, well, I that, wouldn't be mad about a sequel. Well, I don't. I don't think it's just David and Elizabeth. I mean, it is that, but also we have other characters too. We have David's sister Louise and her romance with Eugene, the mailman. And by the way, if a mail person ever comes into my house carrying a package, I don't know if they have some sort of <laughs> like set up with them. It's like, oh, by the way, I want my mail delivered inside my house. I don't want it in the box. You put it on my kitchen counter. Yeah, That's what Eugene, I want. I mean, I think it obviously they're just very close with their mailman. He because he just walks in. Yeah, every um, morning, every morning, and night. Sometimes at night. But if our mailman was Eugene, I think I would be okay with it. I don't think I would, even for Eugene. Eugene's if a great he guy. Brought you a mallard, a wood carved mallard. Be like, what are you doing in my home, Eugene? I'm in my robe here. What's going on? <laughs> Having my croissant. Um, you know. But I mean, their love story was great too. Again, you bring up the mallard, so cute. I, I felt for him. It was, I just love everywhere in this movie. And this is why we watch these films: is to get the love, the romance, the good vibes everywhere, just everywhere. Yeah. And I was all about that. So was I. I just I, I loved the great cast, like everyone mm-hmm. um, in the movie. Yeah, you know, it's just been a great cast, and we also get my favorite Hallmark grandmother. Paula Shaw. She is amazing. She, every time I see her, I'm like, oh my God, here we go. And there's that great scene with her and Tyler on the couch. Oh my God, this is beautiful. Yeah, and the way he like looked at her, I felt like that was really his grandmother. Um, even like before they have like the surprise party and he 
like she's like waiting and, he's and she's like, like really excited yeah, yeah he's like no we, we gotta come and hide she's like oh yeah i it's... think i looked at you and i said i don't know if that was scripted like it seemed <laughs> very realistic that she wouldn't have like realized that they needed to go but it was just she's great and, yeah and, she's amazing and i said it last night you know we're gonna have grandma wisdom and boy did we get some grandma wisdom oh my goodness like everything and not just that like for me uh, David spouts off wisdom left and right. He is a sage of a character. And he gets it from Grandma. Because Grandma does the same thing. They're both just spouting lines. There's so many quotable lines in this film. Just great. The writing in this movie is absolutely astounding. Absolutely astounding. Some top-notch writing. I would love to know what was written and what was ad-libbed. Because we say it all the time. You can tell when uh, the cast members, when the crew are having fun on set. You know, you can just tell. And it looked like everybody was having a blast making this movie. Yeah, they felt very close-knit. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, back to Paula Shaw, her performances are always just... They're so special. Yeah. Like, she has these little moments that you just really feel what she's saying. And very... Like, that's your grandma. Your grandma's talking to you, telling mm-hmm. you truth. And... Yeah, I don't know. It's just special. That's yeah. the word that comes to mind. No, I, I think I think you hit it. Special is, is a great way to describe her and her performance. Just absolutely special. So we just had an all-star cast. The mom was great, too. I mean, when she was like, oh, I was I was in a high school musical. And she did her line like, oh, I was, I was cracking up. Like, it was just... <laughs> that was funny. It's just you felt welcomed by this family. Um, the setting obviously helped. You know, we'll do a little technical here. Set design was great all around. That house. That house was insane. Obviously, the tree house. I took one look at that tree house with the twinkly lights. I'm like, oh, we're going to have a kiss with those twinkly lights. Well, I have some good news to tell you about the Please tell house. me. Is it an Airbnb? We going to the tree house? Well, it's not quite an Airbnb. There are Airbnb tree houses that you can I want that. rent. But this particular one, it's like on this. Uh, property where it's like a yoga meditation All retreat. Right. I can believe it. So you can rent it out, but I don't know if you have to be like a part of this retreat to I'll do, do it. it. I'll do it. I know. And it was only, it was only, I looked it up like two fifty a night or something. Oh my God, we have to. I know. And then we can do a podcast from that treehouse. <laughs> It'd be perfect. Yeah. But, I looked at the pictures inside. It was gorgeous. But I mean, the treehouse was great. Just set decoration was great. Uh, real quick, the costume designers who were Christy uh, Kinghorn and Sarah Runnels knocked it out of the park. Tyler Hines' outfit, great. I'm sorry, David's outfits were on point, obviously, and Elizabeth's outfits were just great. I looked at you a few times and was like, I love that dress. Absolutely love that dress. Yeah, you usually love the dresses more than I do, but I just have a very particular style. Her dresses were pretty, though, in this movie. Yeah. I really liked the um, the blue one. Yeah, the blue one. For the surprise party? The navy one for the engagement party. Uh, I liked that one. Both, I think, of the same cut, like around the yeah, neck. They just they crushed it. I thought every, every outfit I saw was awesome. Yeah, I really liked David's look. I feel like David's character, and I could be wrong, but from what I've seen of Tyler Hines, I feel like this character has seemed the most like him mm-hmm. out of all the Hallmark ones I've seen of him. Um, that he was just very much like Tyler Hines from the interviews me. and stuff he yeah. seems so I'd be that curious was fun to watch he just felt more I don't know he just felt really comfortable in this role to me yeah I mean and it definitely comes through it definitely comes through so back to a little romance we have them you know David's helping her with the wedding planning since George is stuck because of an unfortunate bridge lightning accident <laughs> which I mean real quick real quick Four days to fix a bridge that's the only bridge into this town. What's a small little island okay. town? All right. I they thought call it, was it a, Echo Island. I thought it was a little, a little odd, you know, and, and I said this last night, but really, if you think about it, the lightning is the hero of this film. <laughs> Without the lightning, we don't get this connection between Elizabeth and David. And yeah. Elizabeth ends up marrying George, probably divorcing him about two to three years down the line. So really, thank you, lightning, for ruining that bridge. <laughs> Uh, yes, thank you, Lightning, because we do get just some wonderful moments with Elizabeth and David. Mm -hmm. He was supposed to wait in the car. (laughs) He was, but of course we all knew he would not. Um, but we finally get some context to our vanilla clip. Hallmark, 
Hallmark Marketing, if you're listening, what were you doing tossing that vanilla clip to well, promote Well, they intrigued us. I guess I guess we it did intrigue were us. Intrigued. It was the most confusing clip I've ever seen. They were just playing the vanilla scene over and over again. Really, not even the best scene in the movie at well, all. Well, and it was edited weird because when you watch the whole scene, the way they edited yeah. the clip, it it made no sense. Mm-mm. But it made sense when you actually yeah. watch the movie, and it was really cute. And I feel like that was a really good compliment from David. I mean, if someone called me a Neapolitan Sunday. <laughs> I mean... That, that's it? That's what it takes? Just calling you a Neapolitan <laughs> Maybe not Sunday. the cherry on top, but I just thought that was a really cute moment. But also, Elizabeth, the vanilla... I mean, I like vanilla ice cream. Mm-hmm. We just had some tonight. I even like vanilla cake. But to have your whole wedding cake, I think she was something six tiers, something yeah. crazy like that, and just strictly vanilla. That's a little... Well, her, so her character is, is very, it's kind of interesting to me, her character, because her character is all about list and doing things by the book, but there's also this undercurrent from her childhood of wanting to explore, and I was, I guess I was confused, and I think she talks about in the film, maybe you can help me out since she saw it twice, how does that sense of adventure get squashed? How does she lose that sort of, that, that adventuresome spirit? Where does that, where does that go wrong for her? Um, well, she does say a line towards the end um, when she, spoiler, breaks up with George, um, that because I think her family was broken, mm-hmm. she wanted to create this like perfect uh, sense of, sort there of it is. life. So she thought that she had to do it, like set out a plan and make, that's how her life was going to be perfect. If she right. had a plan and she made her list and she stayed organized, that she could cultivate a perfect life. All right, that, that, I do remember that. Okay, that does make sense. You know, and I think that's one of the thing, reasons I like this film so much is we have dynamic characters. So we have her who is dealing with this, you know, wanting to make that harmony for herself and really kind of, you know, uh, suppressing that desire to be more adventuresome. All the while, we have David who is this character who's basically globetrotting around the world. Not staying home. Not he's, playing basketball. Not playing but... basketball. Yeah, <laughs> he's essentially he's essentially running away from home. He's running away from his past by doing this. And I was throughout the movie, I was wondering what is going on with David that he feels the need to just leave. And I, I really, after the end of it, I, I'm thinking it's the death of his father. I think that that really triggered him because we have this wonderful scene with George. Shout out George. We have this wonderful scene with George where he's talking to Elizabeth about his father. With tears in his eyes, he's describing his father. And Elizabeth says this line, it's okay to, to talk about him, you know? Like, just wonderful, deep moments like that throughout this film. So David running away from Elizabeth, running away from his father, two really strong characters connecting. And that's where the magic of this film lies for me. Yeah, it was great how they sort of interlaced everything with the comedy mm-hmm. and the romance. And then we had that drama little moments of it where it was just very touching. Yeah, we see early on George very moved. Mm-hmm. Very um, vulnerable. Yeah, very vulnerable right away. And that already shows you, you're like, okay, George isn't the bad guy. George right. isn't some jerk. So that's why you're like, oh, you know, it, it's a little dicey because you just feel for him mm-hmm. that she's falling in love with his brother throughout the movie. It's going to be they, it's going to be a very awkward Thanksgiving. Yeah. Very awkward Thanksgiving. But they do it so well that you feel for George, but you also feel for David. Yeah. Cuz he's been in love with her his whole life. And basically. Elizabeth, you feel for you feel for everyone. Yeah. Everyone in this film. Um, and for grandma. Cuz Elizabeth's fighting with what she thinks is right and what, you know, she needs to do to live a fulfilled, happy life. Yeah. So, yeah, very deep themes in this movie um all whilst making us happy and feel the the romance right it can be done hallmark it can be done this film this film knocked it out of the park shout out to the director michael robinson just brilliant job brilliant job and not only that but we have great camera work great lighting there wasn't any sort of scene where i was like oh that lighting is off or that camera shouldn't move there. There wasn't really any sort of technical issues that came to light for me. Came to light uh, for me. Nice. Just very well done all the way through. The only thing, there's two things. The only two things I had a problem with were the font choice in the beginning of this film. Oh my gosh. Now Hallmark is known 
for bad font choices for their titles. But this one... Took the cake. Oh my goodness. It was like a papyrus Frankenstein. It was just horrendous. <laughs> I even looked at you and I was like, is that papyrus? It hurt me. It hurt I'm me. I'm not a font snob like Hamilton here, but that one even hurt me. That was very painful. That, so This movie deserved a better It font. really did. Hallmark, call me up. I will give you a font that you want. Just give me a call. I will help you. I want to know who chooses the font. Whose job is it to choose that font? Because whoever did it for this movie, you I'm the ball. sorry, but you dropped the ball. You had one job. <laughs> it really had. So <laughs> you failed. Not That's not it. a good font choice, and the sound was not good in the beginning either. It, it's strange. Like we talk about the beginning of the film, not really flowing, not working. The sound was off too. Like there was, it was almost echoey. Uh, when she's talking to her friend, also having the friend was kind of strange too. That scene, like we get a little backstory for Elizabeth. The friend only comes in at the very end of the film again. Kind of not needed. The sound, very echoey. Uh, We have the cheesy music a lot, too. Oh, I do want to talk about that, but continue. So that that really, from a technical standpoint, that kind of did not fit with everything else. Because everything else was just, just chef kiss on point. Yeah, there was a scene for, as far as sound... I felt like uh, when they were in the oyster bar mm-hmm. and they went, they started dancing where we get the amazing dancing. That scene was probably the only one that I felt a little kind of hard to hear that the music was maybe a little bit louder. It's hard to mix those. It's hard. Um, that's a difficult, that's a difficult scene to mix because yeah. you want it to feel ambient and noisy because it's, it's a boisterous bar, you know, it's a great location that, by the way, that bar was awesome. Um, yeah. I want to go there. How, however, however, oysters and key lime pie. Who puts those two together? I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of oysters. No. Oh, nor am I a fan of key lime pie. Mm, key lime pie is so good. My but, mouth is watering thinking about key lime pie. I mean, it's okay. But I don't know that I would eat a whole pot of oysters for key lime pie. No. No, I would not. That's And apparently, by the way, we've got a little uh, BTS behind the scenes. They weren't real oysters. They were apparently jello. So apparently they were shooting jello, um, which sounds kind of gross, too eating out of it, doing a jello shot from a, a shell there so also shout out to the waitress um oh yeah, their waitress. yeah she's great I, she seemed like a <laughs> legit waitress that i've had before at a restaurant like that like a, like at a dive bar yes, like that she yeah. was amazing and i don't know if that was like a local restaurant did they just go up really, to her <laughs> i don't know i couldn't find anything about her but if you're listening to this you were great if you're not a real, real waitress Maybe she's had waitressing in the past. Just when she puts down the key lime pie, I forget even what she says, like enjoy the pie. But just the way she yeah. says that is so, it just was so legit. It was, yeah. she was, yeah, I forgot about her because she's so good. Like she just assumed that she's a waitress. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, that was great. The key lime pie was huge, by the way. Not like the piece of pie that Louise gives to Eugene. That little <laughs> slim sliver of apple pie. Poor oh. Eugene. I feel like it was like a little piece that maybe fell off yeah. of someone else's big piece and she just like plops it on Here you go, plate. Eugene. Thanks for coming into our house to deliver packages. Here's your apple pie. Like, yeah, oh. I was, we were both like, that's all he's getting? No, awful, awful. Eugene is ready to pass out from all of the mail that he's been carrying. Mm-hmm. Just he gets a tiny little... <laughs> I mean, he gave her a... A duck. A duck. Which was adorable. So... The music. So you mentioned the jingle. We'll just get yeah. to this real quick. We talk about the hokey jingles if you listen to our podcast, which can but, be annoying. There's a way to do it right. Right. So I don't know how you felt about it in this movie. It was a little strong at times. It was, though, it was like the weirdest hokey jingle that we've heard. What's that? Like, there was like a different sort of vibe to it. And I don't think any of our listeners, listeners are going to get this, but it reminded me, and I think you will maybe understand. Okay. The music in the Wizard's Castle in Stardew Valley, which is a video game <laughs> that I've been playing a lot of, so maybe it's just in my head. But I was listening to it, and I was like, oh my gosh. I'm a little worried. So... We need, I need to take the controller away. <laughs> this is actually an intervention. We're done talking, guys. This is an intervention. Um, no, I, I don't know. I'd have to, I, it it's been a minute. Like this weird little... I don't even know how to explain it. We'll wa- you'll have to watch yeah. it again. I want you to listen to it. It was very strange. Well, did it bother you, though? It was confusing to me because it didn't really make sense. It mm-hmm. didn't seem to go. They play it in the scene where he's like pretending to have that peanut allergy. That was falls. a pretty good scene. That yeah. was a pretty good scene. Oh, and by the way, David, music at 2 in the morning, that loud? What are you doing, man? 
Were you drinking? Like, what's going on? I know. I'm all for David and his, you know... Eccentric ways. Yes, but that was a little... Grandma is sleeping, David. Inconsiderate. You wouldn't do that to Gram-Gram. Like, what are you doing? No, I don't know how, you know, no one else was woken up. Yeah. And he almost died from that peanut butter cake. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he was joking. I know. Which was so obvious, Elizabeth. Come on. I thought he might have. I was like, oh, this is taking a turn. This is taking a weird, dark (laughs) Um, turn. But yeah, the hokey jingle was there, and then also when they're doing the scanning at the for like the wedding registry, yeah. they play it again, and it's got this weird little add-on to it. That's giving me. I don't some. know what was going on with it. I was not a fan of it for this movie. Well, if that's really if that's the only other technical issue we have, that's a good film because no, it wasn't anything to like deter me from enjoying the yeah, scene because we could hear just, them and yeah, but, but no. I did notice it. So that's another thing. You don't really want to notice it. Listen, you've been listening. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, You're teaching me so much. <laughs> so just a great job all, all the way around. Uh, I just want to talk about one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, let's hear it. And there's, there's two of them. There's two of them. i got two favorite scenes. The first one is, because it ties into the second. The first one is when they go to see DJ Joey. That, to me was incredible great character fun character lives in his mom's basement the mom wants him to take the dog out while he's like pitching them this stuff his basement is is great it it looks like talk about staging let's just talk about set design and staging that looks like a dj joey basement (laughs) like just a great job great job really funny he goes to take out the dog lights come on they have their little slow dance great scene we get the humor from dj joey we get a nice, incredibly romantic moment from them. Just very well done. Yeah. So DJ Joey might be one of the greatest Hallmark characters we've ever seen. <laughs> and I want to start a petition to have him make little cameos Please. throughout. Because we have a lot of Hallmark characters uh-huh. that, well, maybe not the characters, but actors, actors that make through. But I would love to see DJ Joey, like just DJ yeah. Joey. Uh, you know, he goes on the road. It works. Out, He's a DJ. Yeah, we find him in another movie DJing. Yeah, these movies have lots of weddings or parties or whatever. Come on, every time gala events. Princess Gala, <laughs> DJ Joey. Is that DJ Joey? You don't even have to introduce him. Just have him in the background spinning his his mix. You know. Yeah, um, he was great. I actually thankful to Tyler Hines because I tried to find DJ Joey and I couldn't. Right. But Tyler Hines tagged him nice. in one of his posts. So shout out to Rowan Khan. I haven't gotten to. I think he maybe actually is a musician. So I hope he is a DJ. I, I quickly saw it before we did the podcast, so I'm gonna go stalk his Instagram after. <laughs> but yeah, shout out DJ Joey. No, that scene was great, and then it ties in to my next favorite scene when George comes back and Elizabeth wants to dance with him on the wet grass. Elizabeth, <laughs> that's how you you slip and sprain an ankle. George isn't gonna be down for that. I love that scene because. It's just, it's total George, and it's, you see the problem in their relationship right there. And then, you know, it's not long after that we have, oh, I won't say this yet. You, tell me your favorite scene. Tell me your favorite scene. Before, before I bring the, the house down with tears, tell me well, your favorite well, scene. Well, speaking of the dancing scene with George and the, um, we're going to get back to the David and Elizabeth dancing scene because you kind of just brushed over yeah, that. We don't need to talk about it. There's some romance. Uh, yeah. So... The George and Elizabeth dancing scene, yeah, slippery grass, but he does it. But that scene was amazingly performed mm-hmm. as far as, you know, um, acting goes because it was very layered. Yeah. And I don't know if you caught it. Tell me. But give me my so they're dancing and obviously George is seeming a little uncomfortable, which this is your fiance, dude. Why are you uncomfortable right. dancing with her? I don't understand. I understand George not wanting to zip line, but not wanting to dance with your fiance. On wet grass. Well still he it seemed like he didn't even want to be close to her. Well when he sees her, real quick, every scene that he sees her, he kisses her on the cheek. They never kiss on the lips. It's always a kiss on the cheek. Every scene. I don't know if you call it that. I didn't. I mean, I don't think that necessarily means anything. Every scene. You kiss me on the forehead a lot. I know, but I'm just saying, like, it was, it was like a friend kiss. Oh. That, like, yeah, forehead is more intimate yeah. then. But anyways, they are dancing, and she's trying to tell him, you know, a plan that she wants to 
he wants to go to some dentist conferences or whatever. And so she's finally like, no, I would love to travel, go to Italy, Paris, whatever she, um, you know, travel. And he's just like, oh, no, no, I don't think we, we could. And so they finished dancing and he's like, are we done? Oh, yeah. All in this moment, she's like realizing my life with him, like this is what it's going to be mm-hmm. like. And then she says, yes, George, we're done. Oh, yeah. She nails that line. She, and it was so amazing because, like, yeah, we're done dancing right now, but also we are done oh, yeah. in this relationship. She she crushed that. She crushed that. And line. I thought um, it was, yeah, it was beautifully done. Well, he also has to, George has this line where he says, "Oh, we'll go to Rome when we're we're old and gray. That's when we'll go." And it's yeah, like, well, I think it's the same. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. So he also says that earlier, and it's like, man, that is not what you want to do. Like, so yes. Bravo to to Aaron for just really delivering that home. Like we all felt it. It was, you know, the final kind of nail in the coffin. Um, yeah, she's realizing it. Like, yeah, we are done because yeah. the, I don't want this life. Yeah. So back to the basement, DJ Joey's basement. We have this dance that, well, sort of one of my favorite scenes, which also segues into. The, the dancing scene. The DJ, DJ Joey is the glue that holds this film together. <laughs> well, it's when they're doing the registry and she's, you know, oh, she gets all excited yeah. that she's like going off of her list. It's so <laughs> funny and exciting. You know, David's helping her sort of like fly her freak flag. Well, um, getting the zing. Which shout out to, that's a nod to uh, Family Stone. But anyways, um, my rom-com people will know. <laughs> So he, she's like, he's like, oh, well, what else do you want? And then she scans him, mm-hmm. which, yes, girl. Well, it was an accident. Mm, <laughs> that was like a Freudian slip. Yeah, a Freudian, yeah, okay. Accident. I'll give you the Freudian slip. Oh, my gosh, that's funny, but also just, again, the, they're so good at, like, she, what she realizes and he realizes, it was like their faces yeah. were like, Oh, and then she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. That was an accident. Like, she's totally overcompensating. He's like, it's okay. <laughs> and then she just walks off. It was, oh my God. It was so great. The, the performance, the performances in that scene, really just incredible. Like, you, it's so nuanced and just, just great. Just a great job all the way around. Yeah, so she's still feeling awkward about that when they're in DJ Joey's basement. And then he turns on some Leanne Rhymes cover, mm-hmm. and they start dancing with the mirror ball going. Um, very romantic setting. Yeah. <laughs> we got the dogs barking in the background. And she gets weak in the knees. What Grandma had told her about yeah, Grand. Oh, my God. Speaking of, before we go to this, Grandma's thing where she says, oh, you and David? Yeah. It's like, oh, Grandma, yes, yes, she sees it. So subtle, Grandma. She sees it. Um, Grandma knows. Grandma wisdom. Also, yeah, that speech that she gives about the Zang. Oh my goodness! Like it's if if you just watch this movie, just get a get a pen and paper, start jotting down lines from this. Just great, great acting, great lines, just awesome. It's all just too good. So back um, to DJ Joey's basement. Yeah. So they're dancing. He, she's like, I know how to dance, and he's like, Oh, well, will you let me lead? Well, when she, you know, gets pulled in closer. Yeah. She feels the zing. Yeah. We all felt the we zing. We all felt the zing. We all felt the zing. And, you know, David obviously felt the zing, but then he goes weak in the knees later. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, actually, I completely forgot about my actual favorite okay. scene. <laughs> all right. So, this is your role. I have so many favorite scenes. There's a lot so of good ones. It's a lot to remember. The scene, the movie scene where they're eating uh, popcorn. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, I really want to get uh, some of those little, like... Little containers? I was looking covers. at that. They're so cute. Yeah. I've seen people have them, and I'm always like, oh, I, I, you know, it makes you feel like you're at the movies. Anyways, David's watching a old Western. Mm. She comes in, and she's like, oh, kind of shy and coy. Like, I'm really not into this. <laughs> and David can sense that. So he's like, do you want to watch something else? And I feel like Elizabeth has never had George ask for that. As wonderful as George is, I don't feel like George has done a lot of compromising with her. She usually just is like, oh, whatever you want, George, you know. Well, George and doesn't watch TV. He's a reader. <laughs> He's definitely a reader. He's reading dentistry TV books. is too dangerous. <laughs> um, so it'll somehow rot your teeth. I don't know. But 
Oh, he probably wouldn't be caught eating popcorn, too. But anyways, I feel like she's just shocked that David is willing to watch something that she wants to watch. Which also, very important to have your partner, you know, be willing to compromise. You watch, you know, shows with me all the time. The show that she wants to watch is basically like a Bachelor show, Mm -hmm. which you do watch with me. And I love you. So they watch the show together and he's like, oh, this is so ridiculous. You know, he's making fun of it, but he's still willing to watch it. So, and then she's like, oh, well, you know, how would you romance this person? And so he gives her this speech about how he would romance. And it's just like, oh, it's just the sweetest, most romantic thing. He's like, you know, I'm the most romantic person, you know. And he goes on and he says all of these wonderful things. It's, like, grandma, it's grandma wisdom. It's it, grandma right there, you know? Yeah, he knows how to treat a woman. Mm-hmm. He knows what to say, at least. So he's giving the speech and she's just looking at him. And he's saying, you know, like, I, I would love you today. I love you tomorrow. All of the, the things that you want to hear. And it really, like, it was taking my breath away (laughs) because I wasn't expecting it because, you know, they've been sort of playful together. I don't think she was expecting it. So it was just a really, like, sweet, intimate scene. I feel like we don't get a lot of these necessarily. Like, it just seemed very real. Like, they were just sitting on the couch, eating popcorn, watching TV. We don't get a lot of those scenes in no, Hallmark. No, we really don't. And it was, again, acted well. It was written well, written extremely well. It was very true to life. You know, in a weird way, it was very true to life. And I'm, I'm all for it. So I'd love to see more scenes like that because that scene did resonate with me. Um, like I said, David is just a well of, of lines that he comes, like just great wisdom from this man. Just wonderful, wonderful. So I, you know, I... Send that back to you. I, I definitely agree with you that that scene was, was top-notch. Yeah, it was one of the most romantic scenes I think we've, I've seen in a while. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. So that scene was great. And then we lead into... The heartbreak. The heartbreak. Here comes the heartbreak. It's not even conflict, really. There's really... I mean, I, there's conflict throughout the entire film because we have, you know... You know, we have the... Because we have... The fiance of a brother in love with another brother. So that's the, that's the conflict. We know what's going to happen. Well, we thought we knew what was going to happen. So that's what we're treated with as, as our main conflict. So let me just start by saying this. The conversation that she has with George broke my heart. That was probably one of the saddest moments in a Hallmark film I've seen in a long time. George just standing there, tears in his eyes, understanding what's happening, realizing there's nothing he can do. And he has this line... God, what does he say? It's it's something. Um, if you something about if you have uh, to convince. Yeah, me. no, it's like no. There's a line where he says, "Is there anything I can say that I can convince you to you know change your mind?" And then, without missing a beat, he realizes he's, he even says right after he's like, "I guess if I have to ask that question, my answer's already you know I know the answer already. Like I shouldn't have to ask that question basically." Yeah, I shouldn't have to convince you yeah. to want to be with me. Exactly, yeah. and it's just oh man, like. Yeah, and like we said earlier, like a lot of times the the person that they end up leaving for, you know, the main guy, you know, we we don't always feel sorry for them. I don't know that I've ever seen them tear up or feel it just is yeah. either mutual or they're just kind of like, okay, and it's not a big deal. But this one Oof. Oof. really cut well, deep. It's like it's an elevated cheating scenario right because we have this emotional cheating going on between elizabeth and david and usually when this happens the fiance is gone and they they get together right away and you don't care about the other man they were very smart in doing this because they're brothers too so and you know that they like each other because we had that scene earlier mm-hmm. so when david sees them hug and i guess he just runs off after that which was help me help me figure this out help me figure out this timeline Okay. Okay. We have this great scene. We have obviously David watching this, thinking they're going to stay together, and he just pieces out. It seems so, yeah. Because when she leaves, she asks, you know, where's David, and the mom says something like, "Oh, you know, David, he's off to for the next adventure or whatever." But I did find it a little odd that he didn't say goodbye. I to mean, anyone. I don't know that 
I mean, was he expecting her to leave him, to leave George for him? I don't think that he ever thought that was going to happen. Right. So it was odd that he sees her like kiss him on the cheek, like a goodbye kiss, but he doesn't know that, that he would feel like, oh, I just need to leave because this is too hard. I, yeah, I didn't really like that. I don't know why he just left and didn't say it, goodbye. It, it felt very weird to me. I, I didn't like it either. And then we have a uh, a time jump. Didn't see it coming anywhere. Usually they don't even bother with it. Usually it's like the next day, hey, was, you're my man. I was so excited because this is like unprecedented for Hallmark. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is happening? We have one year later. This never is, happens. Yeah, never happens. And... For me, I I liked it because it makes sense for the character, obviously, right? I mean, you're not going to be with your brother's fiance a month down the road or the two-month rule that right. we've seen. Uh, I don't like that she traveled everywhere without him. I mean, you said, like, I wanted them to meet up in Rome. Yeah, I feel like that maybe was a missed opportunity because the whole thing is we find it like he wanted to go to Italy with her. He's and, loved her his entire life. Yeah. So, and it all tied into like the Italy travel yeah. book. And so I thought maybe he would like show up in Italy or somehow that would have been, it would have been great. Um, but they can't, they can't send each other postcards. So it was a little weird that they didn't see each other for a year or even like have any sort of correspondence. I know she's like, I didn't know where to find you, but he didn't like try to get in touch with her. I mean, do these people not, have they not heard of email? Like I'm sure they're on Instagram, you know, lack my photo. Tell me what's going on. Like, yeah. I mean, he's been pining for her his whole life, but he can't like handle her like talking to her when he knew that she was going to marry his brother. That was my one thing with, I didn't really think that made sense. It didn't. I like the time jump. Let's just, let's just clarify. We like the time jump. I think we think it made sense. Make him go with her. Well, not even the whole trip. I love that she did go yeah, by herself. Exactly. She wanted. She needed some independence. Find she out did who that. She, she was. had her own adventure. Yes. Halfway through, meet up in Rome. Here's David. Boom, bam, we're good. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's why people want a sequel. They want to see them in Italy together. Yeah. Maybe, maybe so. Have their Italy trip, so they finally get to do it. So that was that was a little strange. They're at the wedding after not seeing each other for a year. Uh, George finally gets. You know the woman he deserves. Uh, the well, we saw it coming you know, from, from a, a mile, mile away. away. Scene one, she's got <laughs> eyes a glowing for this man, uh, and also George is dancing. So another great nod. George is dancing, having a great time because he's found the right woman to bring. Well, him. I even was like, wait, I didn't think George liked to dance, and then I was like, well, I guess he didn't have the right partner. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, that was a great scene, seeing George dance and happy. And so you feel so much lighter. And D-Day Joey. see his heartbreak. Yeah. Um, but yes, you know, you, you feel better for him because he's just all ears. DJ Joey mixing on the floor. Everybody's winning. Yeah, and Eugene and Louise, you yeah. know, were at their wedding. So that duck did the trick. <laughs> it was that apple pie. That one thin slice of apple pie. One of them. <laughs> He said it was the best pie he's ever eaten. That's because all he had was a taste, a yeah. little a little slice, a little crumb. Um, so they're there. They're watching all this happen. They, well, This is your stuff. You tell me what happens. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. My cheeks. Can you can you, t- you me to do it? No, I can't. They walk tell. away. No, you're not going to do it justice. So he comes up behind her and you just you can feel the chills all over mm. that she's just like, oh, David. Um, also... I did love her outfit for the wedding. I loved her hair yep. pinned back with the little flowers. I thought that was a really nice touch. So that was probably like my favorite outfit for her. Okay. But so he takes her and she's like, oh, you could have written, I, you know, I tried to, I would have loved to write you, but I didn't know where to find you. I've never heard of email before yet. And, and then he's like, I know they don't have cell phones. Oh but. God. So, so he's like, well, I did write you when I was 13 and he pulls out the Italy travel book which we saw it earlier in the movie mm-hmm. he immediately wants to grab it out of her hand and I'm like mm, that's gonna come back around yeah. what's in that book so he opens the book or she he gives it to her she opens the book and there's a note it's little 13 year old David's handwriting and it has you know places in Italy and it says something like you know, you wanted to go here, so I want to, too, but only if it's with you. Mm-hmm. So he gives her the speech, and he tells her, you know, I've you asked me once, 
five ever been in love and yes it was you when I was 13 and I've been in love with you this all this whole time it's always been you and you're just your heart is soaring it's very sweet you can see her eyes are misty she's tearing up I'm tearing up it's <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's just like the great ending that you want for these two characters. But it's weird because you think there's going to be a kiss there, but she stops him and says, let's dance. Yes. Which I was like, what What are you doing? What's going on here? I don't know. I guess her song was playing. <laughs> she was like, I don't want to kiss you right now. You know, it's anticipation. She's probably a little nervous. Yeah. But they dance for like two steps. Well, then, because he makes it, he's like, well, I thought I might get a kiss for what I just said, because it was amazing. Right. And... We get a kiss. Oh, my gosh. I have to tell you, and I'm going to make a really bold statement, and I know I've made these before. You have many a time. But I'm saying it now. That kiss was the greatest kiss I've ever seen in a Hallmark movie. (sighs) Ever. Bold statement. Very bold statement. Ever. (laughs) Yes, I think I think it was really good. I don't know if it was the best. I would have to go back and watch all kisses forever. Three songs <laughs> all over. It was good. I just gotta say, Tyler Hines and Aaron Krakow, the romance, the chemistry, the zing. Yep. All stars all across the board. Yeah. No, the kiss the kiss was incredible. It was the perfect kiss. It was. It really was. It wasn't too much. It wasn't too little. It was they got the perfect angle. Yeah. And they didn't back away. It wasn't and we didn't go to a black screen. We didn't go to the black screen. There was no here's a kiss for a few seconds. No. We go to the treehouse. I finally get my treehouse kiss, cuddling, popcorn, watching movies in the treehouse, because she climbs the ladder. She knows how to climb the ladder now, which is the whole thing. Uh Great. So we, we finally get to see them together. We finally get that moment because they haven't been together for a year. Wonderful. And Elizabeth, you can see the like look on her face like, oh, this is what it's supposed to feel like. Because yeah. they have like a kiss and then she kind of backs uh, backs away a little like, and her face, oh my gosh. It's oh, yeah. just the incredible. back away? Yeah. Yeah. And then she goes in again. But you know what? feel that, that she's just like, oh my gosh, this is what. I think I'm going to agree with you. I think I'm going to agree with you. I think this is probably one of the best kisses. I mean, we just... We just high-fived. Yeah, I think I'm going to agree with you. <laughs> um, it was a great, a great ending. It was that kind of kiss, a high-five kiss. High-five kiss. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, the ending was great, all except the year that they don't see each other and not meet in Rome. I mean, Well, it made the kiss that much more... It did. A year's a long time, too. It is. Not even, like, a text. Like, nothing. So strange. Uh, well, maybe he left and he didn't know that she broke up with George right away. He, he calls then, his mom. I don't know. It's I'm very strange. To, I know. I'm trying to give him the benefit of I know. But just a, a great a great ending, you know, besides what we said to just a spectacular film. Uh, an awesome way to end the uh, a yeah. great a great way to end Love Ever After. It really was. Final movie, save the best for last. Mm-hmm. It oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, it really was. And again, the whole the whole cast. Yeah. There's Everyone no, was great. It had everything that you could want in a Hallmark in this yeah. movie. But it also did things differently. Where we have again the year spacing, we feel for the other man. We you know we don't hate him. So it was like an elevated, updated Hallmark formula that worked. That worked extremely well. We want to see more. We want to see Tyler Hines and Aaron Krakow together again. Like the chemistry, like I said, through the roof. Yeah, in writing, uh, we quick shout out to Kathy Cloves wrote the teleplay for this, which apparently this was based off of a book of like short stories. Mm-hmm. Um, so I now kind of want to read the book, but Kathy Cloves hasn't done a lot um, from what I could see on IMDb, uh, at least not for Hallmark. And I bring her back. Yeah, bring her back. I'm a fan. Just a great job. And again, I'm really curious to see what was ad libbed and what was in the script. That's one of the things. That's one of my main questions. But yeah. Um, so yeah, great job. We're you know going to continue on. We have Spring Fling is the next one. So Spring Fling doesn't start until the end of March. Oh wow. Okay. So maybe we'll do some we some fan favorites. Time. We've had some requests for some, so we might do some fan favorites. Yeah, let's do that. We'll do, we'll do a little fan favorites for you guys. Keep the ball rolling. Uh, I will say, I'm surprised they went with Spring Fling, and they haven't used that before. Like, that seems a little... Maybe they have, and they're just circling back. Not much you can do with Spring. Right. Not much you can do with Spring. 
But it was, I mean, it was like 73 degrees here today. So we're definitely feeling some spring here in North Carolina. Oh, it was yeah. gorgeous. We were all outside right. all day. Bring it on. Bring it on. So great job, Hallmark. Keep the films rolling out. Really love them. We'll be back next week with, uh, I don't know which one we'll do. Leave it a surprise. We've got a few on our list we'd like to do. So we'll be back with another Hallmark film for you guys. And we'll kick, and we'll kick off Spring Fling at the end of March. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you.